The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Episode 658 of the series. Coming out on Saturday. October 7th, 2017. I can't do two things at once. I had to climb out uh, of the hidey hole and uh, wait to be able to complete the date. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, this is episode 658. Far Lands are Bust. Minecraft Beta 173. Wolfie McWolfington, Esquire, Junior the Third, Esquire. I messed that up, but yeah, many names. Many names indeed. And continuing west, as this episode is being recorded live before a studio audience, I do believe that this is the first Far Lands or Bust Friday. Look, Squid! They are not a myth. Uh, the first Far Lands or Bust Friday. Recorded live on Twitch for episode, or season 7, excuse me. Something I'm bringing back. I'm pretty much just recording the episode live on Twitch, and then it's being released the next day. So yeah, if you were watching on my Twitch channel, you'd be uh, listening to this uh, non-pointed discussion and, and, and watching this episode a whole day early. I got turned around. Hello. <laughs> Oh man. All right. <laughs> Continuing on. I'm I am very much turned around. There we go. It's all the pressure. Performance uh, live performance pressure. I'm I'm uh, under pressure. The Twitch chat has provided me with some questions because I ran all out of my patron questions that have been lasting me quite a few episodes. Boop, 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 boop. And I'll be getting to those in a moment. But first, let's plant some trees. But first, what else? Oh, yeah, that's right. Next week, at this time, I will also be live, but with the Mindcrack Marathon Evolved. Starting Friday the 13th for 48 hours. Bunch of the mind crackers and friends getting together to raise money for extra life charities. Mindcrackmarathon.org? <laughs> Is it .org or .com? Either way, twitch.tv slash mindcrack, <laughs> I believe. And uh, yeah, I'll certainly be hosting that on my channel, of course. But we're all going to be, it's going to be the in-person thing like we've done it's .com. It's .com. Forget about that .org situation. Starts starts October 13th, mindcrackmarathon.com. Raising money for Extra Life Charities. The old Mindcrack Twitter has been tweeting out the list of participants who are going to be attending in person. And a, 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 a familiar name, other than my own, has showed up in that. Our F1 teammate, Cone Dodger. Cone Dodger. 
is making the trip to be there in person. All 240 of them <laughs> is going to be there in person. Team F1. So make sure to tune into that. And our, our, our that, that very same Cone Dodger has a question he provided very aptly for the situation. Do you have any tips for a first-time air traveler who may or may not hate unknown human contact? Unknown human contact. He, he doesn't hate the known human contact. Unknown human contact. Um, well, the first time I flew on a plane as an eight-year-old, uh, I barfed. <laughs> so, mm, <laughs> don't do that, maybe. <laughs> that's, that's maybe the first tip I can give. Uh, don't uh, barf on your sister who's sitting next to you. <laughs> that's uh, not, uh, not, not, not uh, advised, maybe. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, it's something I've, I've done a lot more of lately that I just don't think about. I did order, sidebar, I did order a new, uh, bag, <laughs> a new, uh, carry-on, uh, luggage. Uh, I've been sticking with straight-up carry-on bags. Uh, checking bags is, I, I've only heard nightmares. I've never had a problem, but I can assume that when I'm like, oh, I've never had a problem before, it'll be fine, is when they're, my bag's gonna end up you know, I don't know, in, in Antarctica or something like that. Um, so yeah, I've only been doing check bags, but this last trip to... Where did I go last? Oh, the NASA Social. I was leaving on my departing flight, and at security, the, the handle on my roller bag got stuck <laughs> in the extended position. Um, which is unfortunate. You can't retract that big handle. You can't fit it in the overhead bin. And this has happened many times before. I just buy, like, the cheap, cheap, like, suitcase collections. Like, you get a large bag and a medium bag and a small bag, and they're all fit inside of each other. You know, they're, like, by Dockers or, you know, whatever Kohl's brand I, I purchase it at. Um, pretty, pretty cheap. They last me a while, though, but the first thing that always goes is the little plastic handle. I don't know. I'm sure somebody has to have experienced this. There's a little plunger on the top of the plastic handle that pushes two little springs that allow the locking mechanism for the extendable arm to uh, retract and uh, e extract, no, uh, extend. Um, that little button, that little plunger is made out of plastic and it always snaps. It always snaps. And then when it snaps, you lose all that leverage and you can't, you can't uh, push the, uh, the little spring to uh, lock or unlock. Um, so what I have done is just transplant the plunger from bag to bag until I have no more plungers. Uh, so I have like two extra bags here that are broken that I've just taken a little plastic piece from and, and transferred it to the one that I want to use. Uh, but this time I was at the airport and I've done it so many times I knew exactly what broke, but I need to get inside the handle. I didn't have a screwdriver. There was a Phillips head screwdriver that I needed and I didn't have a screwdriver. So I went around to all like the gate agents and asked if they had screwdrivers. Uh, I went to like the maintenance, uh, person it was in like the hallway near like the janitor's closet or whatever didn't have a screwdriver 
so ingenious. The the genius of a of a of a of an engineer and, and a potential astronaut nudge nudge wink wink NASA is I used the 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 flat end of of, of my, my mailbox key that I had in my pocket and was able to very very slowly and stressfully remove those screws and then remove the plastic piece uh, and then I basically had to work with half of a handle and I had to press two two of the plungers at the same time to to extend and retract the uh, the handle so that's that that was a longer story than it needed to be but uh, basically I'm, I'm kind of fed up with the cheap luggage so I got some nice luggage Apparently the brand that air, airline pilots and and uh, employees use uh, So I got a nice Another uh, roller bag carry-on so certainly I would suggest carry-on carry-on baggage uh, pack light uh, And and like carry everything with you <laughs> just because you don't know when you'll lose it I usually have the carry-on bag and then a uh, uh, a briefcase. Ooh, my monitor just shut off. That's fun. Uh, um, and then a, a, a briefcase where I pe- where I where I keep uh, you know the stuff that I want to keep at my seat. The the carry on bag I put overhead, and 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 the uh, the briefcase I keep with me with my like snacks and headphones and uh, tablet if I needed it. You know stuff like that. All my 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 boarding documents and whatnot. So. Extending and retracting handles. Pack light. Um, pack a snack. <laughs> Just because the stuff they provide on airplanes is no good. Although, I guess it depends on the airline. Careful, Wolfie. Careful, Wolfie. Nope, I knew it. <laughs> duffel bag. I've tried the duffel bag. I have a small duffel bag for like two day trips. Which is good. That gets a little bit laborious on the old shoulders if you're if you're not used to carrying like a strapped duffel bag on your shoulders as opposed to it's a little bit easier to just roll a bag around but certainly convenient chewing gum yeah 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 gum I always chew gum when we're taking off and then when we're landing uh, it, it gets the old saliva going so that you can swallow and keep your ears popped or unpopped or release the pressure. Um, yeah, gum. Don't drink too much water. Drink water, but don't drink too much water because then you're going to have to get up to pee all the time. And if you're like me and you like the window seat, you're going to ask everybody to move out of the way. And you got to, if you're tall like me, you don't fit into the bathrooms right. So you got to be like crouched over and kind of sideways trying to pee. It's good times. But uh, let's go to sleep. Continue in the morning. <sighs> And awakeness. And awakeness indeed. Woof. If you can sleep, sleep. I can't sleep on planes. That would be like an amazing way to just have the time go back by in a flash. But I cannot fall asleep on aeroplanes, regardless of how tired I am uh, or anything. Even on the flight that I took to Minecon Paris. 
Uh, I took sleep aid and I couldn't sleep. I, I took a, a, I took sleeping drugs and I wasn't able to sleep. Um, so yeah. As for the proximity to other people, I, I traditionally fly southwest. So I get... And, and traveling alone is easier than like traveling with a group, but flying southwest you pick out your own seats, so... There's always you, you come up with with ways to like know who's who's gonna be a problem or you know sit next to these people because they won't talk and try to avoid somebody with big shoulders or whatever you know and yeah I normally just listen to music and look out the window if it's a super long flight I'll you know rent and download a movie from Amazon on my tablet or something like that. Um, yeah, I can't... I don't read. It makes me kind of... I can't, like, concentrate to read stuff. I can't read! Um... No, I guess, uh... Yeah, I... I, 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 I that, that's all I really got. I wouldn't recommend... I've never... I don't understand... I don't drink anymore, but I don't understand why airplanes are the chosen place for people to drink alcohol. <laughs> like, it's obviously not good alcohol either. I don't know why you're paying $8 for a little tiny glass of whatever. But I don't understand. Like, aside from it being a crutch for people who are anxious about flying, I, I, I even when I did drink, I never drank on planes. That just didn't make sense to me. Um, but yeah, water water is good. Uh, I try to avoid coffee just because coffee makes me have to pee. And it's normally really, really, really bad coffee on airplanes. Um, so, yeah. Stay hydrated, but not too much. Uh, if you do have to pee, however, and the, the fasten seatbelt sign turns off, try to do it as soon as possible because I've been on flights where there's too much turbulence and they never turn off the fasten seatbelt sign and I am not one of those people who disobeys the rules and gets up even though the seatbelt sign is still on. So yeah, make make use of that time if it's available because you never know. <laughs> but uh... Yeah, yeah, that's about it. I just have earbuds. I don't have those noise cancellation. I've thought of them, but then it just seems like another big bulky thing to carry around. So I just have earbuds uh, for my flights. Indeed, indeed. So thank you very much, Cone Dodger, for that question. I don't know why you would have asked us. <laughs> I don't know why at all. Let's see here. Lauren, in chat, asks, What's the weirdest thing you've encountered during a hike? I've, I've answered similar questions in the past, and I certainly had a one heck of an experience that I vlogged. I uploaded a vlog to this channel about uh, my hike to Heather Lake, where part of the mountain came down, uh, and then uh, part of the forest was on fire, if you all remember that. The roots of a tree were smoldering, and I was desperately trying to put them out. 
the that's probably the most interesting hike I've ever been on <laughs> just as far as the happenstances go but we did return uh, and by we I mean I but also at the same time that uh, we had uh, friends visiting from PAX Code, uh, Anasia, and Fabe we all went back to Heather Lake and I had the opportunity to return to that smoldering tree and it was indeed taken care of. I was very confused at first because I couldn't find the tree when we uh, walked out to that area uh, and it's because they removed the entire tree. <laughs> they removed the entire tree and threw it in the lake. I could see it in the lake uh, and I could see all the like broken up dirt and stuff where the tree was. I suppose that makes sense because the fire could have even if it was in the roots of the tree it could have been up inside the trunk of the tree too I guess. Uh, so they just removed the entire dang tree. So we prevented a forest fire, my friends. We did it. We did it. Mission accomplished. Everybody can go home. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's a follow-up to that part of an interesting hike. Uh, and I do believe, if, if you haven't or you don't, uh, Fabe, who in the, his gaming channel is known as Ironstone Mine, uh, Fabe has a vlog channel that he's been doing more frequent vlogs with. And he's very good. Like for someone, you ask him and he's like, oh, this is just like my fifth vlog or whatever. I'm still trying to get used to it. He's very good. Very good at editing and recording and making the vlogs. Um, and he's been uploading his experience having traveled here to Seattle for PAX uh, and is eventually going to be including the parts about when we go hiking and stuff. He brought his drone and got some very cool drone shots of us hiking around the lake. Even though it was a very smoky day, there unfortunately was limited visibility. So I would recommend, and I'll forget probably, but I'll try to remember to put a link to his vlog channel in the video description below uh, as one Kurt J. Mac can be featured in a lot of his videos when he's uh, visiting Seattle here. So check that out. So yeah, I, I, I like tried recording some stuff, but I was kind of just hanging out with friends. I really didn't think to record a follow-up vlog about that, about the, the, the tree not burning anymore. <laughs> um, so yeah. Ooh, look at that. Whoa, look at this. It's a lab labyrinth of caves. Caverinth. No? Does that not suffice, Wolfie? He's ashamed. Um, woof. Ooh, spooky Halloween stuff. How does it look if I increase the fog? Ooh. Mystery. Hold on. This is very dangerous. Okay, yep, I hear skeletons. Never mind! Gotta go! <laughs> this would be bad to do uh, while we're doing this live. There's no going back. Alright, let's... Whoop. Clear skies. There we go. We... Uh, excuse me, Wolfie. We are... Continuing on here, so thanks for those questions. Speaking of... Wolfie? Were we just speaking of Wolfie? I don't know. Uh, DJ Sylvian asks, would you want a dog like Wolfie in the real world? Well, I'm not sure. Whoa, I'm not sure uh, 
it's ever been discussed what breed of dog the Minecraft dog is, other than Tamed Wolf. And certainly I've seen... There are, like, you can own... I don't know what specifically they're called, but, like, wolf dogs. I don't think it's legal to own a 100% wolf. I could be wrong about that. Um, but normally wolf dogs are part, uh, you know, normal dog, I guess. Uh, and, and, you know, they have a percentage of wolf in them. And I've, I've seen some of those, and they certainly seem really cool. Um, but they're very huge. <laughs> they're very, very big dogs. Uh, and they require that they live outdoors for the things I've looked up about them. Like, you need, you need an estate or some sort of outdoor sanctuary or a place for them to live. They're not indoor dogs, uh, being as that they are part wild wolf. Um... And yeah, there are certainly, depending on the state and locality, different laws about who can and who can't. Uh, if you can or if you can't or own a dog with a percentage. And you know, sometimes it's like, oh, even just 10% or whatever. But you can tell that there's like something, there's something wolfy about this dog. Uh, it, it, on the surface, it seems interesting and, and definitely like a challenge. Um, but... I, I don't know if I would be up to that challenge. I feel like an attribute of a dog that I do enjoy is the Cavalave, you know, cuddle up on the couch or just hang out in the living room, uh, sort of, you know, relax and, and pet the dog, you know, while it sleeps or sleeping at the foot of the bed type of dog. And I don't think wolves are into that. <laughs> oh, well, hey, speaking of which, we're talking about you. Stop taking damage. That's n that's no way to get attention. Yes, no, maybe. Boop. Oh, full up on that. All right, let's uh, make an elevated hidey hole here. I don't know why I decided that this was the place to do it, but the decision has been made. Hello. Let's continue with this wolf in the morning. And awakeness. And awakeness indeed. Now we need more pigs. We just passed a bunch of pigs. I didn't realize that was out. Running low. Running low on the, uh, the resources. I guess cattle dogs, the type of dog I am looking at, do have a, a not insignificant amount of wild animal as part of their heritage. They were mixed with dingoes, wild dingoes, in Australia in order to uh, take advantage of their long endurance in, you know, out um, in the field, in the wilderness, on, on, on the range. So yeah, certainly some some cattle dogs you can tell are like a little bit more dingo-y than others. Well, dingo ate your baby. Uh, <laughs> very much for that question. Yeah, and there's a, I, I've like seen I'm 
following a bunch of, like, cattle dog Instagrams and stuff like that, and you see what pictures they like, and some of those belong to the wolf Instagrams of the, the part wolf uh, dogs and stuff like that, and they look, obviously, really cool. I, if, you know, to the, to the uneducated uh, eye, that, that's a wolf, you know. You don't realize it's, it's part this or that or whatever, but, uh, but yeah, that's probably for my own novelty more so than, like, that would be a full-time job, I think, taking care of a wolf dog. This terrain is... Ever since we went back through the, uh, the cave... What did I call it? Cave... Cave... Caveopolis? <laughs> uh... Conglomerate of caves? Cavegglomerate? Um... Indeed. What was I gonna say? I was gonna answer the next question. <laughs> it's all... We've gone off the rails. I'm kind of glancing over at the Twitch chat every once in a while. <laughs> um... Even though I'm still trying to make this a normal episode of Farlands or Bust and, and, and things things are all is lost. All is lost. Ooh, there's a big old flat desert. We haven't uh I don't know how many episodes it's been, but it's been a it's been a good fair plenty since we've seen a a, a spawner, a dungeon. How how many golden apples have we passed up? I've heard there were some skeletons back there and the zombies earlier. I've heard what were probably dungeons, but if we can't see it, we don't get it. That's how it works. Jesse Pup. Speaking of pups, Jesse Pup asks, <laughs> um, If YouTube vanished, how would you continue your journey? Well... You might be wanting to ask when, <laughs> when YouTube vanishes, based on the current trends. Um, well, I think it's pretty appropriate to be doing a flob episode here on Twitch. Uh, the the ne the next closest place where I do believe flob would be able to live would be Twitch, uh, either as whoa that boat has a mind of its own either as a, a live stream or as like a similar thing I'm doing right now record quote-unquote a normal episode quote-unquote you know and then we could still do the, the podcast side and still like publish an actual episode and have an archive uh, but record it live or whatever or still do it like flob where I record it away from the camera away from the live stream and then upload it uh, separately uh, so yeah, I, I I think we would we would still be able to manage, and I'm, I've even started uh, if I can if I can plug, we played on stream Hellblade for a second time. Uh, I know I uploaded the first time we played it up to YouTube as well, but instead of just leaving the highlights up there, I actually edited that down and am uploading it to the Twitch uploads instead of YouTube uploads, just to see. Just to see if there's any interest in that. So, if you want to watch the second time I played Hellblade, I'm, I'm uploading those videos to the Twitch upload uh, part of things. And they've actually introduced playlists now, which is helpful. Um, they call them collections, but I'm going to be putting that into a playlist. 
Um, and I think you can even, I might, I'm not sure, I might experiment. I think the, the, the thing you can do is you can vodcast playlists. Which, which could be... I'm, I'm still up in the air about if that's worth or not. Vodcasts, for those who probably aren't familiar with Twitch, are basically videos, past broadcasts, that you can add to a constantly playing playlist when you're not live. Um, so yeah, I might do that. It would also be cool to like upload all the old like UHCs and have those continually playing in the background, because those are kind of easily digestible videos, series, that I think would be alright to like fill time between live streams. I don't know. I'm, it, it's still all up in the air, and that's kind of the thing about Twitch. It was... Uh, it's still in progress. It's still building the platform around based around how people are using it. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm fine with it being on YouTube so far. That's where all 657 other episodes live. Uh, but I do have backups of those. I do have backups of all those episodes. So if Twitch suddenly becomes the place, I could re-upload those all over here to Twitch. I don't, I don't know if there's some sort of video limit that each account adds, but we would certainly uh, start to test that if that was the case. Uh, I'm not sure if... Twitch has RSS feeds or not. I know there's like a profile feed, but I've not enabled that because it just kind of mixes up with the rest of the stuff on my profile. But, uh... Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> Indeed. Let's see here. Here are some uh, short, kooky questions. Dravir asks, how many t-shirts do you wear per week? Probably seven. <laughs> Probably seven. T-shirts are a thing that I change every day. Unlike underwear. Uh, t-shirts are a thing that I change every day. Although I don't like just wear them once and throw them in the hamper. I throw them in the trash. No, I, uh, I I will wear them repeatedly. Unless I'm, like, out hiking or running or getting them all dirty and sweaty and gross. Uh, so, yeah, I, 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 I certainly recycle shirts, but I, I try not to wear the same shirt back-to-back. -back. Gotta give them time to rest and air out. But, uh, yeah, I, I pretty much put a shirt on after I get ready for the day, and, and, and that's that's what I wear. I have kind of different undershirts, if I'm going to wear like a button-up shirt over it, or a sweater or something. But, no, the t-shirts are a pretty uh, a, a daily changer thing. Similarly, Starcat asks, how often do you replace your footwear? I assume Starcat means, like, not like, <laughs> how, how long do you keep your shoes on, but more like, how long do you keep your shoes? before you buy a new pair of shoes to replace them. Uh, I keep them a long time. <laughs> I still have that red pair of Converse that I wore to Minecon Paris, if I can bring back what we just talked about about the airplanes. Uh, I don't really wear them that much anymore, just because I'm not really into the bright red high-top Converse look anymore, but I still own them, and they're still wearable. 
Uh, I, I, I have, I did recently buy a new pair of Converse. Like, I think when I moved here? Or before I moved here, I think even. But, yeah, I keep, I keep shoes for a long time. I, I mean, I've had, I've, I've thrown out old Converse because they'll end up start to like separate at the, uh, at the, at the rubber or whatever, you know what I mean? The rubber, the seams. Meat! Um, and stuff like that. But yeah, I also don't, I also don't go a lot of places. I'm, I'm mostly in my socks here in the office playing video games. I'll, I'll, the most I wear out of my shoes are when I like travel or go places. I mean, I'm looking for a, a new pair of, of hiking boots. Uh, just to try to up my hiking boot game, but the ones I have aren't needing to be put down or anything like that. Um, let's make a hidey hole under this tree, shall we? Boop. Well done. Ooh, flint. Don't mind if I do. So yeah, I don't really have a a shoe re replacement timeline. Really. Like, I have, like, dress shoes and stuff, but I've never had to, like, replace the soles or get them resold or whatever. I, I, I'm not much of a heavy, heavy shoe wear person. <laughs> I get, I, I'm still well within the, uh, the mileage warranties on the shoes. And last but not least, lab tech. What length of socks do you prefer and for which types of clothing? I am a, a crew sock aficionado. And by aficionado, I mean I'm just used to them and would be uncomfortable wearing anything else. Um, I typically just have the gray Hanes crew socks. And I wear those all the time. I've recently got some some blue socks, some blue socks to match my jeans, um, but but yeah, gray gray socks will go with anything. Converse shoes, <laughs> being anything in this regard, um, and I kind of replace those. I don't know, these ones are starting to get a little bit threadbare on on the soles. So every six months or so, I'll get another six pack and rotate out the old ones. You know. Um, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm wearing shorts and, uh, then, then I will wear the, the no-show socks. What am I trying to make here? Oh, I have enough boats. Well, I can always make one other one. The no-show kind of ankle socks. Cause you don't want to, you don't want to look like your dad on vacation. <laughs> have your, 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 your socks all the way up to your ankles, past your ankles while you're, while you're wearing shorts. Show, showing off those, 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 uh. What are those muscles? <laughs> what, are, what are the muscles on the back of your legs? I almost said pecs, but I know that's not true. Showing off your pecs. Putting your socks on your pecs. Uh, those things. Calves. Thank you very much, Xavier Penguin. See, the glory of having the chat open is that I don't have to look too much like an idiot when I can't think of the word or something. I have an entire audience of people. <laughs> Leg pecs. <laughs> Bottom pecs. 
Bottom, bottom packs, that's something else completely. It's your gluteus. Your, your Maximus gluteus. Woof, Wolfie agrees. Indeed. So yeah, this has been episode 658 of Farlands or Buzzest. Make sure, once again, that you tune in to Mindcrack Marathon. Mindcrackmarathon.com dot com and that will uh, be happening Friday the 13th. I I don't know if a time has been set, but previous years we've started at 6 p.m. Pacific time, which is uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, and then it goes for 48 hours, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Uh, That's just been the normal plan in the past. Um, and, And I hope you guys check that out. Perhaps if you have some extra dollar dollar bills you can give those to a good cause and help us reach our various goals and little uh stunts and pranks and whatever else is going to be happening during the uh, marathon and of course the the UHC stuff and and all that other fun stuff and and new friends and 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 expanding evolving you could say the mindcrack marathon thank you so much for watching my name is kurt i We'll see you next time. Uh, I barf.